As a vibrant part of campus life, our chapel gathering at Trinity Western creates opportunities for us to hear and be changed by God's story in Jesus through music, teaching, prayer, scripture reading, and storytelling. We're glad you're listening in today. We hope that you encounter God's heart for you and the world. to uh, be here to share a piece of my uh, faith journey with you. Um, for many of you, you probably don't know who I am. Um, so my name is Serena Wu. I teach uh, a school of business as an accounting professor. I joined uh, Trinity uh, two years ago, so back in 2018, and I just started my uh, third year at Trinity. Um, so what I want to share with you today is about uh, my journey of finding the purpose of my life. Um, or I should say how I fit myself into God's purpose for my life. So for a long time, um, I struggled with one question. What is the purpose of my life? And all that I do, what I do them for. When I was a child, I, I actually grew up in a small city in China. So when I was a child, I understood that I had to study hard and go to a good university um, if I want a life that is different. Many young people from less developed areas in China, they think the same way. So um, that's why school year kids without exception would devote all their time and efforts to studying and preparing for exams. I guess either they choose to do that or their parents would make them do that. So that kept me busy for the first 18 years. When I finally got into university, by God's grace, I actually got into one of the best universities in China. I felt excited for about a few months and then lost. What, what is my purpose now? I quickly realized that I need to set another goal to keep me going. So I decided to do what the most elite college students would do to prepare for TOEFL and GRE so that I can pursue advanced degrees in North America. Long story short, after graduating from university, I got admitted to a master program in Hong Kong and then got into the PhD program at UBC. So up till now, um, you'd think that it all sounds like a happy ending story. I should live happily ever after with all my dreams come true. But strangely, I felt lost again and again. Every time I achieved something, I felt excited for a little while, and then emptiness would occupy my heart. It is not getting any better, no matter how advanced I am with my pursuit. So I came to Christ in Hong Kong and uh, got baptized in 2002. So that was during the years when I was doing my master's degree in Hong Kong. But it was not until 2009 when I um, really started to live a Christian life 
So that's also the year when um, I graduated from UBC and landed a faculty job at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. What I mean by living a Christian life is, is that I started to have a personal relationship with God. And I started to really let Jesus take control of my life. And I seek God's will when I make decisions. And I learn to live out my faith. So I think it is safe to say that in terms of Christian age, I count 2009 as the beginning. And uh, so I'm 11 years old. I did not stop struggling after I landed a job. So you can say job did not provide me a, a cure for my emptiness. As a matter of fact, it got worse because as life requires me to devote more and more of myself to something that I failed to see a purpose in, I felt even more lost. But one thing changed at that point. Because of my Christian faith, I did not struggle on my own. Instead, I turned to God and asked for help. So this is what I did. I started to read the Bible every day, and I kept a journal of the messages I received from reading and meditating. I prayed earnestly and wrote down any hint of answers of prayers. I also responded to what I think God is guiding me to do, and a lot of the times, the things that he led me to do is not directly related to the problem that I wanted him to solve. So, for example, God led me to um, a Bible study group that serves Mandarin Chinese-speaking Queen's students. The, so the students there, they were mainly international students from mainland China. And so I started off to just hang out with them and invite them to, uh, to join church activities. And then I start to lead the Bible study group and lead the discipleship training. And through all these activities, I became close friends with a number of them. I just love spending time with these young people and sharing Jesus with them and sharing my faith journey with them and sharing the failures of my faith journey with them. And overjoyed when they came to Christ and joined church to serve the Lord. And after a few years, I felt a call to serve children. So I volunteered to teach children Sunday school at my church. Most of the children in our congregation, they were born in Canada. And uh, English is their native language. So we generally refer to them as uh, second generation both in terms of uh, Chinese heritage and also in terms of um, Christian faith. So it really embarked a transition in my ministry because for the first time, I talked about my faith and, and taught Bible in English, which is my second language. I spent about three years teaching uh, children's Sunday school. Those are the best three years in my life. And as my ministry expanded to the English-speaking side, um, I also started to pay attention to a small number of young people in an English congregation. They were undergrad students at, at Queen's, English-speaking, mostly second-generation Chinese-Canadians. I figured that, you know, one day my own child and my Sunday school kids, one day 
they're going to leave home to attend universities, and they need to attend churches away from home, just like, um, just like these young people in our English congregation. So I started to mingle with them and started to think about how I can serve them. So these are a few examples what God has led me to. And the more I got involved in uh, church ministry, the more I found the true passion of, of my heart. So what I mean by true passion is the thing that makes you want to devote yourself to, not because you, you have to do it and not because of the things that you can earn from doing it, but you just find joy and fulfillment by merely doing it. This feeling was, was brand new to me, and it is different than all the temporary feelings of excitement that I experienced before. For the first time in my life, I, I tasted the joy of a purpose-driven life, and it is not a purpose that is man-chosen, but authored by our Creator God. At that time, my eyes were opened. I started to see my job and all my previous efforts and, and uh, academic pursuits that, that lead to this job as part of God's plan. It seems to me that it is a pathway that God has designed to position me in the student ministry, in the children ministry, and in the relationship that I developed with God and in the relationship that I developed with people around me. So not only I find a purpose in what I do in church, but also a purpose in all my efforts and pursuit in the past and in the future. I see it even more clearly when I received a job offer from Trinity in 2018. It was with a lot of prayers, seeking and confirmation that I became confident that this career change is, is part of God's will. Looking back, he seemed to have equipped me precisely for a position at Trinity, both academically and spiritually. He also seemed to have prepared a perfect solution to my long-lasting struggle, that is, the feeling of, of being torn apart between my work and church ministry. So they, they used to be kind of like two sides of my life, which do not blend very well. And from time to time, they fight for my time and, and efforts and energy. But now in Trinity, they unite. The two sides, my work and ministry become one. Praise the Lord. So this is a piece of my journey of seeking for God's purpose in my life. This journey will last for as long as, as I live, and uh, it will take continuous prayer, seeking, and following to see His will to unfold more and more in front of me. So there's a long way for me to go. So humbly, I would like to share a few tips with you, which I think they, just, they have helped me tremendously when I seeked for God's purpose. The first and most important, read and meditate on God's word on a regular basis so that we can really know God and his will and also allow God to, to talk to us, to speak to us firsthand. The second is keep a journal so you can write down what you have learned and received from your prayerful reading and meditation. 
I find this practice to be extremely helpful for me to connect the dots and see uh, almost like a roadmap um, for me to see what's God's guidance, how God is guiding me um, over time. And the third one is to respond to God's guidance faithfully and quickly in small or big steps. I find in my personal journey, I find that God has guided me to take small steps before the big one. However, had I not followed him in those small steps, I may not have I may not have found my way to the big one or may not have the courage to take upon the big one when it comes. And last but not least, finding the path to fit ourselves into God's will is a process full of joy, fulfillment, and, and blessings. However, following God on a daily basis is even more important than searching for a big purpose. And this daily practice of, of carrying our cross to follow Jesus, it entails losses and really requires courage. You may lose worldly gains. You may offend people with authority. You may look like a fool in the eyes of your friends and, and your peers. And you, you may find yourself in situations where you fear that you're going to lose what you have earned through hard work and gives you a sense of security. Regardless, follow God and fear him only. In Matthew 16, 26, it says, What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? So my understanding from that Bible verse is that there's nothing in the world that we can lose that is as big, as good as God's salvation. And in Philippians chapter 3, Paul says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. May the word of God and the love of Jesus Christ compel us to follow him faithfully, fear him only and continuously fit ourselves into his good and perfect will, the purpose of our lives. This is my encouragement to you all and also to myself. We hope to worship with you at our next broadcast online at livechapel.twu.ca. You can also stay connected with chapel and student ministries by following us on Instagram at TWU Chapel and at TWU Student Men.